0: Hey there, welcome to the Grace Rancho Weekly Podcast, where our goal is to help you, our church members at Grace Church of Rancho Cucamonga, better understand the what and the why behind all we do here as a church. I'm here with Pastor Eric, as usual, but a special guest who's been on with us before, Brian Zarate.
1: He wasn't going to say a word. Brian, I got a question for you. Why... Do we preach expositional preaching sermons?
0: <laughs> <laughs> for anybody that was Brilliant. at for anybody that was at Sunday evening last night, March sixth, twenty twenty two, Ryan froze. I did freeze. You weren't paying attention to Mark. He was having a side combo.
2: Yeah, Brian I don't know is the what
1: master happened. of side combos? I've realized.
2: <laughs> no, no, I wasn't. I really wasn't having a side combo. I, I just—it was one of those where you're you're trying to think of what's going on, and then somebody calls on you. And you're like, "What's going on?
1: <laughs> you're trying to think of what's going yeah, on. Yeah, like, It's a little, lot of hard work. to a <laughs> It was, attention. A little, it was just one of those moments. Wait, <laughs> you, you were trying to think of what's going on, and then they called on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Like I'm reorienting myself. The like, hole I probably is getting went, deeper. I honestly, probably had just sat down yeah, from I doing something. I don't believe down. it. but Brian,
0: why do we preach expositional sermons? <clears throat> in order to
2: make disciples. Thank you.
0: Oh, our ultimate purpose. Hey, uh, that fits in with a little bit what we're doing today because everything we do, we hope, fulfills the mission of the church, which is making disciples of Jesus Christ, helping others follow Jesus. And part of that is something that we call the service review. Eric,
1: tell us what the service review is. Okay, if you're listening to the podcast. When does it happen? What if is you're listening it? to the podcast... Go ahead and, and raise your hand if you have seen a handful <laughs> of people works. randomly leave the sanctuary and go hole up in a little room um, by themselves Sunday night. Have you seen that? Kyle Musa has. Yes. Have you? Okay. So yeah, I it see ha- that. Hand. It
0: happens after Sunday nights, typically in my office here.
1: And uh, sometimes people are wondering, what are they doing? What are they, what are they doing back there? What are they going to go talk about? And- the the answer is service review. We're doing a service review. And we want a we want our church to know what what is the service review? What are we doing? Um but it's not a secret society. No. Spiritual. No, these are not the people who learn the right password or the secret handshake. All right. So let's start with the big picture. What's the mission of the church, Brian? To make disciples. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to help people become disciples of Jesus. of one of the things that includes is um, or one of the ways we, we know how to do that is by watching Jesus. So Jesus is not only sinless, he is he's also infinitely wise. So we don't only want to learn from Jesus what he taught, we want to learn from Jesus and what he did. And so if Jesus is the our Lord, He's our master. We want to learn how did he make disciples. So, uh, did he just lecture all day? Nope. He, he did teach; that was part of it. But he grabbed a, a handful of men. He spent a ton of time with him, and we could sometimes summarize all the things Jesus did with he or all the things he called his disciples to do. To listen to him, they were to watch him or observe him. They were to actually do ministry with him and alongside him, and that wasn't it. There was always also, in addition to those things, a debrief, like when when Mark in Mark six, Jesus sends out the 12, two by two, they go out, they have the power and authority to preach the gospel. He gives them directions and they come back and Jesus says, all right, let's get away. And they, they go and retreat and, and they're talking about their experience as the disciples kind of pour out their hearts to Jesus. So using that model, I think there's, re- it's a really important element of our discipleship is to be talking about the ministry that we're doing, be talking about what's happening on Sundays, be talking about the sermons that we're listening to. Um, so debriefing. So uh, what are the three C's that we sometimes talk about in men's equipping group that go into developing leaders? Character, conviction, competency. Competency. So your character is who you are as a man. Your conviction is what you believe. Both extremely important. Uh, mo- more, most important. Those two. Those are the main things. The The third one is competency. And I think because it's it really isn't important as- It's your, almost like skill level. Yeah your, the, yeah, your competency is your skills, your abilities, um, your gifts. Now, I would every day take character first. That's more important. Uh, and, and we need to have sound doctrine. We need to have conviction of the right things. But I think because those two things are so prioritized in our circles, you know, the circles that prioritize sound doctrine and character, I think we skimp on training skills. Mm. Like it's some like worldly thing to talk about what makes a good speech. Like how you teach, how you lead,
0: how you pray, how you give announcements.
1: Yeah. Like those things do matter, but, but sometimes we can over-spiritualize and say like, you know, just pray harder, be more holy. And <laughs> well, you you actually need help to learn to do something sometimes. Um, so we, in our, in our, okay. So all of that big idea, we're trying to help people follow the Lord and we're trying to train up leaders. And we're not only trying to train up leaders who have good character and sound theology. We're also trying to equip them to lead in various ways. So like you're saying to to pray up front, to teach a class, to lead a growth group. We want to impart those skills. Now we talk about the the service review. And part of teaching that is the service review. Exactly. That's that's like a lab. Like the service review is like a lab where all of these things are being discussed. So everyone who's involved in any formal way on a Sunday, those are the people that Morning come to Morning or them. evening. Yeah. Those are the people who come to service review. So, who who are those people? Someone who welcomes. Yep. Someone who's preaching.
0: Yep. Someone who's leading music. Yep. Someone who's reading scripture. Yep, and leading some in corporate prayers. And leading in corporate prayers, people. but you never know; they could be separate. Sunday evening. Sunday evening, someone who is teaching doing all the same things there.
1: Announcements. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, we also have uh, core seminar teachers or mm-hmm. membership matters teachers. That's right. Yeah. Anybody who's form, like you said, formally Those involved. Those kind of official Sunday things
1: morning. the whole church is part of on a Sunday. Yeah. So there's a lot of things. And and so the service review is basically we all get into the room together and we we go down the line item by item, you know, um, class by class, person by person, and we evaluate it all. So uh, how'd the core seminar, you know, Justin Grasmick teaching a course seminar. How'd the course seminar go? Um, others in the class, you know, Brian was in the class. He can give feedback to Justin who was Mm -hmm. teaching. Um, Justin can tell us how he felt it went. We can provide feedback. Um, Kent was teaching membership matters. I wasn't in there. I didn't hear how it went, so I can't really provide any feedback. Mark's in there. Mark provides feedback. Um, and, and all of that is geared towards
0: let's become more competent. Let's do this really well because these things are important. Um, let's honor the Lord the best we can in them. Let's grow in these. Yeah, That's the
1: ultimate goal. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's not just, um, you know, just talking about them just to talk about them. It's there isn't an, an element of evaluation. How was it? Did it work? How are we doing? So, So let's talk about the goals. So we have like, there are some really important things we're striving for as we do a service review. Um, that are, that we think if, if the service review is doing what it's supposed to do, it's going to have some pretty neat outcomes. Um, first of all, I just value the iron sharpening iron element of it. Mm. Just a bunch of guys in a room that I love, that I trust. There's, there's laughter. There's poking fun at Brian. There's. (laughs) And others. Everyone gets their, their fair share. But it's just a good environment
0: to sharpen each other, to grow alongside one another.
1: Well, it's, it's beautiful to me when you have, there's not a huge gap between um, laughter and teasing and friendship and ministry and the word of God and the church. And when you have men who care about each other and they care about the Lord's church, it's it's like... I would rather be nowhere else. Like that's the place mm-hmm. I want to be. And those are the people I want to be with talking about those things. So I really, really love it. Um, so the iron sharpening iron is just, is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and another thing we're hoping to do is we want to develop in our people, a care for the church, a, a love for the church, a desire to take responsibility upon themselves and shepherd the church. And In all the ways it can, so one of the things we do first thing we do in in our service review usually is people review. Yeah, who was here? Who'd you meet that was new? What conversations did
0: you have? What came out of that? Who'd you pray with? Yeah,
1: yeah. Let's let's. What happened yesterday? Where it's fresh on our minds. A couple new families,
0: new individuals. Kind of gave people info on them. Here's who they are. Stories.
2: Yeah, very similar stories. Similar visitors, similar stories, which again highlights the sovereignty of God, but in, in a small way, we just kind of worship. Uh, there is an
1: element of also just praise in these meetings too, a little bit, I feel.
2: Yeah. Especially when we're talking about new visitors.
1: Yeah. Like, wow, the Lord brought them along. Yeah. Did you hear mm-hmm. their story? I, I had an opportunity to share the story. I, I ended up talking to a family, a new family, um, found our church and their story is remarkable. And so I was just telling that to the guys. Um, and there were other newer yeah. people that we're all talking about. and Yep. Just as a way, like, hey, did you meet them? Make sure you meet them next week. That kind of stuff. Yep. That's the kind of conversations we actually help hope all our church members have. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you see so-and-so? Hey, there was a new visitor. Let's make sure we go make make time for them. Absolutely. Um, we
0: also go beyond that and we're just kind of trying to constantly improve everything. What can we do to make things better?
1: Yeah. I've, I've been in, um, if I think back at my first years in ministry at the little Baptist church, I was a part of back in 2008, um, precious people. And I loved my time there, but there were, uh, what we would call ruts mm. <laughs> that you just got to do things the way you do things. And you just you, cause yeah. And that's you, how I did
0: it yesterday and the year before and the year before and the year before.
1: And, and you don't really ever say, and, and sometimes it's even, uh, we should change that. You know, it's not the best way to do it, but it's how we've always done it. And I don't really have time right now to think through a different way. So you just kind of do it again that way. And without evaluation, it's really hard to improve. And so every service review, we're evaluating everything, and and it's all on the table. So we're, like, what do we t- what are we probably trying to tweak the most to get better and better? I'm trying to think. There's there's lots of things we're addressing, but there's Areas oftentimes how we pray, about.
0: oftentimes we have feedback on, on a prayer. Um, even how we worded something in a prayer. How can we better communicate what we're praying for? Yeah, so Was our lead- prayer focused on what the prayer was meant to be focused on enough? Yeah. Was, it, was it actually a prayer of confession or actually a prayer of Thanksgiving where we're trying to focus a particular kind of prayer? Or did it mix in all the kinds of prayer and we just got a jumbled mm-hmm. prayer that wasn't as focused where we're trying to set an example to pray a particular kind? No. That happens.
1: The, the uh, way, songs? Yeah. Songs, yeah. The way we welcome too. Like at first, I think that was a big... You constant. mean the opening welcome that the, the person up front gives to the church?
2: Yeah, like the, even just something as small as like the, the warnings for people to sit down. That's something that we, we talked about. A couple of weeks, warnings. In the oh, and we're, or, or the <laughs> no, warnings, or the be seated. And we're going to Remi- five minutes. Kind, soft,
0: gentle
1: reminder. The reminders. The oh, that's warnings. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's something that we talked about a lot in the first couple well, of weeks. That doing it. yeah, that practice originated in the service review. Yeah, it's it like did. we need to figure out a way to handle, like, deal with this problem. How can we? You, help? Were, you were getting up there <laughs> and trying to give announcements, and no one's listening. <laughs> yeah. And so we came up with in <laughs> service review the. As Brian calls them, the warnings, the, warnings. the five minutes, the two been minute. warned.
2: <laughs> no, uh, yeah. And, and just not even that part. And then coming into how we w- uh, welcome new visitors, how we uh, greet people from up front sure. and how we set the tone for people as we prepare to worship.
1: Brian, what, we- is, what is your most common feedback that you've received when you've done well? So Brian will often do the welcome and he'll get up front yep. and he'll, Hey, welcome church. And afterwards, we always have feedback for Brian, how he did and how he can improve with his upfront uh, presence there and, and the welcome. What's the most common feedback you've gotten? The most common feedback I've been
2: told, I, I smile a little too much and I need to tone it down a little bit because it's distracting. You're
1: the too other, the up other there. point of feedback is that he lies too frequently. <laughs> oh no,
2: you can't say that.
1: <laughs> no, I've been told I need to smile a little bit more, starting
2: from my wife and it bleeds into, I think you guys talk to my wife. It bleeds into the order of service.
0: Um, but yeah, it's something I've been working on. And, You're uh, smiling right now. You, Brian's kind of. a happy guy. He smiles, but he, then he would, he used to get up there more often and he wouldn't smile. So we'd say, Hey, be yourself, be comfortable and you're happy. You're up there. Let people know it. Bring them Michael, into What, bring what them kind into of feedback joy. you get most? Well, I typically am just leading music there. If it's Sunday night and I'm teaching, there's always something about how I did my points because <laughs> I, because <laughs> I'm a little more relaxed on Sunday nights and I've done them. I tried different things out and, uh, the last three times, none of them worked quite well. <laughs> uh, no, but we have feedback for him, but like, with the music, like the chord changes, yeah, was too long. Sometimes if it's
1: like you stuff did like that, that song way well, too I, slow, I, I think and last, I didn't realize. Last it. night, Mark mentioned that some of the words on the PowerPoint were going off the side. So even little things like that, yeah, like a letter it's was like, was cut oh, off. we just need to correct little things, and mm-hmm. we don't want to just never evaluate. So the, the constant evaluation is really helpful. We're not trying to be nitpicky.
0: No, we're just trying to say, hey, maybe it's going to be easier for like how can we eliminate distractions and things that take away rather than add to um the worshipfulness and the focus of sunday mornings so brian right? we want to make disciples yeah and if a word's hanging
1: off the powerpoint you're not gonna be able to read it as well and it might and distract you it's just a little distraction from the worship of god which is like let's eliminate those Brian brought up something good last night for us to evaluate. And we just were able to talk about when he was saying, Hey, we start, you know, the service and we shut the doors as ushers. And then we have a whole bunch of people waiting to get in. Should we let them in? Should we, um, and, but if we let them in during the middle of a prayer, then they're going to kind of make a lot of noise doing that. But we just talked about it and, and thought what we felt would be best using the principles of, you know, we need order in the service. We're worshiping God and we don't want to upset that. And also trying to prioritize timeliness and let's yep. make sure that we start on time and um, give people a reason to be there on time. Um, yeah. So we evaluate kind of what's happening, but we also evaluate people. Yeah. So that, that's kind of the big thing. Just ev- Like the, each class will be evaluated. Yep. Um, the structure the of elements. a service. But then the individuals. Uh, yeah. yeah. An individual's prayers. An individual's leading of worship, and I always receive the the feedback on the sermon, mm-hmm. the morning sermon. We also talk about the the whoever is teaching the evening devotion. Um, we, we get feedback, and I'll tell you it's it's such a joy for me. I really love receiving the feedback um, because it actually does two things. I mean, in one hand, it's encouraging. Because I think the men that we meet with do a good job of giving encouragement where encouragement is due, but but also feedback that's really helpful in, in that they evaluated something about my presentation or even the way I said something or my outline and suggested something that made me more aware or helped me to learn how I can improve mm-hmm. in my preaching. Um, so in First Timothy 4... Paul tells Timothy that his progress needs to be evident for all Hmm. now. And that means I need to make progress just as Timothy did. One of the ways I hope to do that is in receiving feedback. So we're all as individuals, hopefully growing in our ability to do these various things. And part of that feedback
0: is real encouragement. We've talked about this before, real encouragement versus flattery. Right? Yeah. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to just make you feel good. I'm trying to provide you with something that I actually thought was so beneficial that you said or that you did so that you are spurred on to
1: continue in faithfulness rather than just feel good and pat yourself on the back. Yeah. There's some people who think that like criticism is so important to always keep people humble. Mm. Like criticism is what God uses to keep us humble. And so I need to be a critic. And, um, or that we just need to be flattered. Like we need this kind of shallow, feel good about it. Yeah.
2: Self-esteem booster.
1: Yeah. I need Mm -hmm. a little booster. And, um, we, we want neither of those. I think it's biblical to encourage and we should be lavish in encouragement. Sometimes we hold back and I don't want to be too much of an encourager because it'll get cheap. Uh, I don't think it's a concern. We don't need to worry too much about as long as it's genuine encouragement. Yeah. But flattery is more selfish. Flattery is like, I want to say something nice about you so you feel good about me. Mm. And, and that's not what we're aiming for. So it's, but that takes, that's actually hard to do. Like to provide good, uh, critical, not criticism, but critical evaluation of another person's sermon or their leading and and, and to help them feel encouraged and... At the same time, help them know where they can grow, and so every Sunday night we're practicing that skill. That is an important skill to learn if we're going to help people, if we're going to lead it all, to be able to both encourage and instruct. um, You got to be able to identify areas of improvement, and then be able to provide the instruction to improve in that area. Uh, I think if we lack that skill, we're going to be very limited in developing leaders and Mm. so the service review helps us practice the skill of good feedback and genuine encouragement not just not just flattery Mm. it helps us learn as well and learn the right way yeah it's humbling Mm -hmm. it takes humility to sit there and receive a receive a you know criticism well yeah and sometimes it's like hey you did this and you could have done this and and A lot of times you go, yeah, you're right. Actually, Brian had a good feedback for me last night. He said that, what do you say? Uh, By
2: your introduction. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I just said, it seems like at times when you ask us to turn to uh, Mark and our Bibles, um, it is a time of moving around, getting adjusted again, putting things down, picking things up. Maybe our Bible's on the ground or something. We're picking them up, flipping. And in those moments, you gave your opening words, your introduction, you gave a poem. And I just said it might have been missed because you asked us to turn there. And yeah. in that moment, perhaps everyone was
1: not best engaged. Yeah. So they're all flipping through their pages and I'm trying to give a this introduction that's supposed to set them up for the rest of the sermon, but they're not hearing it because they're flipping through their, their pages. So that little helpful piece of feedback helps me go, oh yeah, that's, that's totally true. And I even felt that because I could t- tell people were flipping around and just how I, you know, where will I put, to, where in the sermon should I ask them to turn to the the Passage, the, yeah. the part of the Bible? So it helped me just evaluate that and improve hopefully in a way that serves the church better. So I think that one of the last kind of goals and, and hopeful outcomes is when you do this for a period of time, and we got a group of guys that are committed to doing it for uh, this year and in the future, there'll be other guys welcomed in and be a part of it. Um, The idea is that staff and elders will always be a part of it but others will join um one of the the things i hope it does is it creates unity because we learn to trust each other because if i'm going to ask you to critique my sermon that feels very personal (laughs) like i feel i feel very vulnerable like you lay your heart out and you preach your guts out and then you you know, you get a bunch of guys nitpicking it. And in one level, you're like, oh, I don't want that to happen. Um, But what ends up happening and what I've experienced this year is these men who do this do have a maturity to understand the sensitivity of things. And so they're very careful to provide genuine encouragement And so that I know that they love me and they want what's best for me and they want what's best for the church. And so I am able to take feedback and to learn from it. And as we do this, there's a forging that happens of unity because we trust each other, because we've opened ourselves to each other and we've encouraged each other. We've, uh, you know, there's a sense in which we bleed together and we grow together. And I just, I hope, as the years go by and we do this more and more, many of us get this experience of growing in these ways, uh, discussing and learning and evaluating. Um, and we always close in prayer because ultimately it's for God's glory and for the benefit of the church. So it's a good time. All right. I wrote this last question for you guys. If you were to, if you were to single out the biggest thing you've learned or the biggest lesson or the most valuable thing that you take away or that you've taken away through several years, not years, several months now of the service review, what would the lesson be or what's most valuable to you about the time? Two things, a lesson and what's been valuable. So they're kind of the same,
0: but they're a little bit different. Lesson early on was um, taking feedback well. Some, some feedback that is like, wait, what I did that, or, oh, I didn't think it was that bad or whatever. And learning how to take, um, feedback that's criticism that things need to improve or mistakes made, uh, humbly. And then, um, I just think the teaching feedback is most beneficial when you go up there on a Sunday night or a Sunday morning and you get really helpful feedback on all sorts of things, content, structure, need more application uh, feedback on an illustration or needing more kinds of illustration or types of speech and all sorts of things that's most beneficial. I think.
1: Yeah.
2: I, I think that has been one of the biggest things for me too. And just not to say the same thing, because I would did all, all of those things that Michael just said, I think another thing that has been valuable has just been to be observant, uh, during, uh, during a Sunday to be aware of things going on, mm. uh, people primarily. Yeah, like I really enjoy the the people uh, discussion when we talk about new faces that we saw, new people, or or certain situations going on um, that aren't aren't a terrible things, just things that we should be observing and asking good questions. Uh, it's really helped me to just be aware um, and to be involved and um, intentional about having conversations on Sunday, yeah. um, not just for the sake of knowing, not just for the sake of contributing to the discussion, but I've seen the care that is involved in, in people that are in the service review. They care, they're generally interested in getting to know people and helping them follow Christ. So that's been also uh, very um, helpful for me during that time. Yeah. Nice.
1: I've really enjoyed probably most <clears throat> that I've enjoyed is seeing the improvement of the guys that are doing things. Mm. I can think of, um, actually you guys both have improved in various ways in your teaching and leading in different uh, areas tremendously. Isaiah has been a mm. huge change yep. in growth and his ability to welcome and be up front and um, other guys as well. I mean, everybody it does seem like just in the last year of doing this, there has been improvement like practical areas where we've gotten better at yeah. leading in various ways and uh, think, I mean, ultimately glory goes to God, but I do think that god's word says iron sharpens iron and you get a bunch of iron together we're helping each other get sharp in the areas we need to get sharpened um so it's a joy to me it's valuable because of the way that it has been effective um in in the lives of the men that are doing it it's a good time and we're thankful for it
0: that is service reviews we'll see you next week